0: Welcome to The Nativist Podcast, where we tap into our instinct and natural power to live intuitively. The ultimate goal is to leave the world healthier and more beautiful than we found it. It all starts on the individual level by cultivating our mind-body connection. Whether you're on a healing journey or just want to look and feel your best, I hope by the end, you feel a little happier, a little more inspired, and a little more invested in yourself and the world. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Nativist podcast. And today's guest is Tyler McCool. What is up, Tyler?
1: Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me on.
0: Thank you for coming. We've been talking about having you on for a million years now or so.
1: (laughs) It's been been a while. A a couple delays, but it's finally happening.
0: Yes. So stoked that it is. So tell the people a little bit about you. What's your story?
1: Okay, I will try. Uh, (laughs) So currently I produce films, commercials, documentaries, and I do photography as well and kind of a lot of visual arts type of things Um, and dabbling in some experimental stuff too, like in that field. But my my background is kind of totally different from that. I come from a marketing background and a degree in business. And so I made the transition into more creative work like seven, seven, eight years ago.
0: So what led you down that road into the
1: creative world? Well, I had a job that was a a marketing job and I ended up doing some video for that job and it just was so much more enjoyable. And I I thought that there was a really good opportunity as well. Like a lot of people were looking at video as a new thing. Yeah. And I thought it was a really good idea to go that direction anyway. So, and I had someone who, it was like a a boss kind of person, like an executive kind of person who'd been around for a long time. And the first video that I did for the company he paid me some really nice compliments and said, "Hey, you should maybe think about doing this because you could maybe do this for a career." And yeah. I never really thought of—I never really thought about it before that. I, wow. I considered, you know, that could be a career path. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of where it all started. About shoot eight or nine years ago, actually. So, were you creative at all growing up? Um, I was at a younger age, and then I would say that I kind of got away from that, and we can it's a side story, perhaps.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it.
1: You know, everything's connected. Yeah. So uh, I'm from Wisconsin originally, and we went through a big move in my sort of early teenage years, so things were a lot of change in our family and just in general. So I would say I was a little more creative when I was younger, and then kind of got away from it for a while.
0: So how did you express yourself creatively?
1: With, uh, you mean like way back when? Yeah, or, yeah. So I actually had some some drawings, these like abstract line drawing. One of them that I did, I still have it, funny enough. Right on. And it's it's kind of this flowing, it almost has like a 3D kind of effect. Yeah. Where it's a black line work on white backdrop. Cool. And so I found that some of my photography actually it, it feels similar to that. Really? Yeah.
0: I love your work and I love yeah, just your eye. You have a very cool
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: unique eye. Yeah. And so we first met shooting a wedding in upstate New York for your friend, yep. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and
0: we had never that met her. Yeah. yeah, so that was an adventure, flying across the country to go shoot a wedding for someone we didn't know. And it was cool to connect with you, and it was a beautiful wedding. It was gorgeous, and you did the video for it. And then my sister and I shot, and it was stunning. So how did you know her? Did you, didn't you did you guys go to college together or something?
1: We lived in Orlando, and we had a mutual friend. Okay. So we ended up meeting there. And then that wedding was what, four, four or five years ago? Yeah.
0: Ish. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. I yeah. know.
0: I know. I know. So
1: I still remember bits and pieces of it pretty well. <laughs> yeah,
0: me too. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. And there were, um, God, it was such a rad area too. That was the first time I'd ever been to upstate New York and it was in the fall, right? Was it in the fall? August? Fall? Fall. Honestly, I don't remember. Swear it was in the fall because it was like the leaves were just turning and oh it was gorgeous. So pretty. And then my sister and I ended up going like on our annual trip to New York City because we usually go to New York City in the fall and so then it coincided perfectly and so then we just went into the city right after that. It was a really good trip but it was cool to meet with you and then you and I um, connected again on Instagram and then have just followed each other since. And I've loved following along and seeing what you're doing and you have a lot going on, right?
1: Yeah. I'm try I probably try to do too many things at once. Yeah, I get it. Uh, although <laughs> I, I'm like sort of embracing that more. It's just who I am. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I like having a lot of different things going. So have you always been I, I, like that then? I like to do something and then move on to the next thing or I, I just I'm always moving, yeah. So I think I think that's part of who I am.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can relate to that. So what inspires you?
1: Honestly, that's a really hard question for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had someone else ask me that not that long ago and I couldn't even give them a good answer. I couldn't even answer it. Um
0: So do you feel inspired on the daily? Is it something that ebbs and flows more sporadically? Like how do you feel when you're working
1: for me it is sporadic sure so some days i feel like i have a lot more energy or even just times of day so i might really get into something and i don't try to force it yeah um that's so smart so it's i feel conflicted around this though because sometimes you have to show up to do things to get it done yeah if you don't show up, nothing happens. So there's that whole idea of if you never show up to work, then it doesn't happen. And there's a little bit of discipline. And I'm a little weak in that area, perhaps. Um, and I might be the worst procrastinator you've ever met. And But the problem is I'm always able to pull it off. Yes. So it, 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 it enables me.
0: Yes, uh, yes.
1: Which is so uh, good and bad mix of it. Yeah. And, uh,
0: So tell me if you're like this too. So for shoots, when I do concept shoots for photography, when I style shoots, I can't ever do it beforehand. I have to do it the day of right before or else I'll overthink it. So if I operate solely off of inspiration in the moment, my instinct kicks in and it overrides like my thinking. And so then I'm able to create magic that way. But if I were to pull outfits ahead of time or come up with – concepts ahead of time, then I would overthink it. And are you that way too? Because I know that you and I were talking earlier about we both kind of just wing it and are kind of free flowers
1: I mean, yes, generally I am that way. Although I would say in creative fields in general, there's a mixture like of preparation and being prepared for any given task or creative endeavor and then also just being able to improvise and make things happen so I can walk into a situation and make it happen and make it look make it look the best possible right so it's it's sort of like that blend I mean although I do get away with winging it quite a bit um I enjoy filming outdoors, doing things in dynamic environments, not a lot of staging, not a lot of like studio setting per se. So I, I enjoy being in those kind of environments. And, and that does lend itself to, you know, it, it's just changing. You're always kind of having to roll with whatever happens. Right. So. I mean,
0: adaptable and dynamic. So Mm -hmm. does that like
1: photojournalism, like photojournalism is one of those things where you have to just make it happen and capture what you can. You're not really in control of the environment. Yeah. So
0: that's a good example. So does that vary with whether or not it's a personal project or a professional project? So if you have a paying client, obviously you have to make sure that you're delivering and sufficiently prepared because you need to make sure that, you were able to give them what they paid you to give them. Whereas if it's a personal project, then you have a little more flexibility and wiggle room. Like if it doesn't work out, I mean, it's your personal project. So do you feel like you prepare more for paid gigs?
1: A little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, because like you said, it's, you know, you're, it's expected of you to do certain things. So if there's a lot of money that goes into, you know, making something happen and so, some clients depending on who they are they want to see it beforehand what the idea is what some of the shot concepts are it de- depends on that side too or if they just trust you yeah. so if they trust you to make it happen
0: yeah
1: walk in and just do it so it, there's all it's it's kind of a cop out it sounds but it, it's so dynamic like it's just ever changing it's it's never the same so
0: yeah and speaking of, that's a perfect segue, speaking of never being the same, how do you stay dynamic and fresh? Do you feel like that mm-hmm. comes easily to you?
1: A little bit. I'm kind of tech and a geek, to be honest. Oh,
0: that's a good um, aspect to have, though.
1: Like, since I was a little kid, I've always been sort of into tech. Like, I had a, I think I had a computer when I was, like, eight or nine.
0: Really? Um, wow. Well.
1: And so, and I'm almost 33, so that's, like, pretty young for that age. Yeah. Um, and I would type a lot, and I would type papers on a typewriter when I was in, like, fourth and fifth grade. Nice. Because uh, I'm left-handed, and I would just, like, you know, you write over the pencil, and it would just, like, blur together.
0: Yeah. Like, blur
1: over. Your, yeah. your hand would be covered in, in uh, <laughs> you know, graphite. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I've always been into technology, and that, that carried over into cameras so i'm always into cameras and looking at what's happening in that from the tech standpoint too i've kind got, of got lost on that but where were we with that where was the question
0: how you stay fresh and
1: dynamic yeah so i would say i have a couple components there where yes i am trying to look at how to engage with people in different ways However, I think that we're all the same and we always have been and we may never change in that way in the way that we're human. So when I try to create stories, whether it's a biography or a documentary, those are the kind of projects that I, I really love to make. They're things that are universal to people and stories of humanity. So those aren't... I don't really see innovation in that category. It's more connecting to the core of what people are and like the essence of what something is yeah. capturing it and trans and translating it. So someone else can experience it and what it's like to see that person, to be at that place, to see that landscape, whatever it is. So enhancing it with the way I'm shooting or music or, so that is not, I don't see that as innovative, but like integral to, human like whatever human experience is and then in other ways trying to find technologies to carry that message
0: in yeah. a different way yeah so if you could only do one project and one <laughs> type of thing for the rest of your life whether it be videography, photography, art, drawing, whatever, what would it be
1: oh gosh <laughs> um i'm really I'm, I'm going to try. I, I'm usually not <laughs> good at saying, like, yeah, here's the thing or here's my favorite.
0: I know. Um, I suck at it. And I love that I always ask people that. And I'm like, good thing I'm asking you and you're not asking me because I can never answer these questions. <laughs>
1: um, it would probably be something sort of like I just mentioned, a sort of like a biographical nature project where – the whole goal is connecting people with other people on a one-to-one level because I,
0: that.
1: I think there's a benefit for us to see how similar we are and life is not complicated and it's not all of these things that get in the way. And yes, yes. So Totally. I think that telling stories that help us connect across the lines that we somehow, somehow let in our way sometimes.
0: That's such a great way to put it and that's honestly, the idea behind this, too, and behind what I try to do. So I love how you articulated that. What has been the most rewarding project that you've done?
1: Hmm. Probably a project that I finished last year. Uh, It was in the local Sarasota Film Festival in April last year, 2019. And it was called the C3 Project. And it was a documentary project in between what was between multiple schools in the area one was a charter school all boys another was essentially a like a i don't know what the right term is multi-faith is not necessarily the right tool right term but you had different groups of children very different groups of like the demographics of these schools and low-income areas largely in the one and they brought these kids together around the concepts of identity, how they see themselves in the world and who they are. It was extremely engaging. The woman wow. who ran it, um, they did a, a theater program. So at the end of this whole project, over the course of multiple months, they performed for their family and friends. And so we documented the entire process from the beginning these kids first meeting each other all the way up to this end performance and then these kids who would never have been friends otherwise like made new best friends and so it was really really cool it was very i mean it affected everyone who saw it and who knew these kids
0: wow very cool so, if you could go anywhere with your job, what where would you go and what would you be doing for, like, just mm. an on-site gig? So, like, just a destination, like, if you were going to go shoot somewhere, where would you want to go shoot doing, uh-huh. like, videography or photography?
1: I haven't given that one much thought, but I have had a thought for a long time about kind of bridging gaps across religious groups.
0: Ooh, that so, sounds intriguing.
1: I kind of feel compelled to do something in that area and I don't know when that will happen necessarily, but so I think it would kind of connect to that question.
0: Yeah, Um, I think so too. And that sounds powerful and necessary. I really like that idea.
1: I don't know. I'm kind of going off on a tangent here. Do it. Putting people in a room and no one knew who, what they, what anyone else was. Yes. And you had to engage with everyone and then you found out later. Yes. Um, that could be really interesting.
0: Oh, so interesting. And in that same vein, I've seen projects where people have done that and captured that on video. And people completely misassume and um, misguess who is who. And so, like, you have somebody who's like a rock and roller or something, who's somebody who's a rabbi, somebody who's a this, somebody who's a that. And they don't fit the profile. And I love that. And I think that's so powerful. When it shows that labels and like exteriors don't always reveal the true interior, you know?
1: Yeah, I love seeing stuff like that.
0: I do too. I do too. Okay. So are you ready for just some rapid fire questions? And you can, it's not like (laughs) you have to rapid fire answer them.
1: (laughs) Go for it. Okay.
0: Yay. What was the defining moment in your life?
1: Uh, Moving across the country. Was that intimidating at first? Was it what
0: intimidating at first?
1: Uh, I was angry.
0: Yeah, I can understand that.
1: I mean, I we didn't know we thought we was going, I thought we were going back to Wisconsin. We oh. never went home. Oh, so
0: so how long until you figure that out?
1: It took a uh, one to two years before Man. I before it was realization of oh we're never going back home. Yeah, and then and then it took years for me to be okay with it.
0: Yeah, I get it. So how do you feel about where you are now physically? Like, do you like where you're living?
1: Yeah. I, I mean, where I am now, it's changed a lot. So I'm in the Gulf Coast of Florida. In the last five years, this area has changed so much. And there's a lot more going on now versus you know, like five years ago, I probably I thought more about leaving and now it's kind of there's more reasons to stay. Yeah. Um, and I sort of I feel it as home now. But I do enjoy traveling a lot. So, as long as I get to go out and do other things and come back here, you know, I get my fix. So
0: yes. To speak. Yes. I totally feel you on that. Exactly. What? I love
1: mountains and yes. all that. And different and he, scenery.
0: And you just went to Portland too. How did you like that?
1: That was great. It was overcast most days, but otherwise, I mean, I enjoyed just going out to the coast to the ocean being driving through the forest like the mountain going up the mountain you have a lot there yeah. a lot of variation yeah. just in a couple hours driving
0: yeah definitely okay next question what is your favorite self attribute
1: um <laughs> I'm finding myself hesitating
0: because uh, <laughs> you have something in mind or because you don't know
1: yeah I think I, I think the first thing that I thought was like self-belief or I like that. That, yeah. Yeah. I could go further about that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I dig it. Okay, so being a creative like yourself, how do you get out of a funk? Like, are you ever in a funk and how do
1: you get yourself out of it? Uh, Sometimes I'm not so good at getting out of it. It's Um, tough. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So I don't know if I have any good tips. (laughs) I I guess one good tip would be to to engage with other people and things. Because yeah. You, when you isolate yourself, you can get stuck. That, and not just not just in creative endeavors in my opinion, but I mean I've struggled with a lot of just emotional mental hurdles, let's say. Yeah. And to be honest. So Yeah. When you isolate yourself, you're putting yourself in a bubble and it's harder to, you know, break out of that. Yeah. So Talking to people, reaching out, even in a small way, be like, hey, can I talk to you about this? Or can I ask you about that? Or going to an event or going to some place where you can just get out of your own head. And yes. that, that can go a long way. Really? Even a, even a trip, like drive somewhere, go on a mini road trip, like for the weekend or something.
0: So true. And I feel like sometimes that's exactly... The opposite of what you want to do. You just want to curl Uh inward and just isolate. And that can be the kiss of death. And then that just perpetuates that. But I feel like that's such solid, like you said, life advice and creative advice. Because creative advice, because it sparks inspiration and ideas and gets things flowing again. And then also, personally, it just gets you out of your head and gets you out in the world again and interacting and not in a bubble and not in your own bubble isolated. Yeah. Solid advice all the way around for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I know that a lot of people have probably said something similar to that before. Um, there's nothing revolutionary about that idea, but like you said, the natural inclination is to just stay in and don't expose yourself. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, when you're going through something difficult, Yeah. I can, I can isolate myself to an extreme degree, yeah. And I've just found in my experience over the years that that is generally—I mean, it's not always negative, but a lot of the times it's not helping you move out of that. Right.
0: So, right. Okay. But what? Yeah, anyway. yeah. What? Speaking of that, and speaking of life advice, what advice would you get? Would you have given your younger self? Um. What age? Ooh, um, let's say 15 years old.
1: 15, Um, at 15 I would say your parents are just human too.
0: And is that something that you have to continually remind yourself or do you feel like you've learned that lesson?
1: I think I'm okay with it now, but at that time I was, you know, everyone's just a person. Oh yeah. So we can sometimes hold people to a standard or some idea and it's really our own creation
0: absolutely and I feel like that's such a revelation when you do realize that your parents are just humans and they're just people and I think when you start to enter adulthood you get it and you're like oh yeah man yeah they're just humans they're just people and then you yeah you have a little bit more grace I think for them definitely what have you done that was something you thought you couldn't do
1: sing in front of other people
0: go you (laughs) when was this
1: this was last uh, August July something in there
0: right on so what and was I mean, the like, situation full,
1: I mean like full on like did you really almost, a, almost acapella like
0: that's like, impressive in
1: with like acoustic with some other people playing instruments in the room and, like intense stuff like, that's
0: impressive <laughs> yeah. how did that feel before and how did it feel after
1: I think it took a combination of events to bring me to that place and in the right circumstance in a room with people I trusted so I kind of it kind of brought me to a place where I felt comfortable so once I was ready to do it I just was just all right ready
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: Um, like I wanted to do it
0: what do you want more of in your life
1: more rawness
0: (laughs) I am a huge fan of rawness
1: do you feel like that
0: comes easily to you being like
1: raw and strict and authentic it, it does and sometimes i think maybe it's too much for other people especially if someone just meets me or i just expect people to be direct in yeah. that way yeah and you know like hey do you want to do something hey do you want to hang out like oh you you're not answering me oh well just answer <laughs> I,
0: love, I feel like it, it saves so much time though honestly like
1: I, like i would rather you just say no. Exactly. So
0: like, okay. Exactly.
1: Um, I don't do well with wondering. No. So I, just, I actually it creates this weird reaction. So, I'd rather just say, "Hey, okay, cool. Yeah, all right, no problem." Yeah. Uh,
0: and then just move on. If the answer is no, just move on. And yeah, not yeah. just talk around it, not just avoid it. Just, "Okay, cool." No,
1: like, yeah, yeah, totally, maybe. Like, I don't, do well. <laughs> don't kill well with like in any circumstance I don't do well with me no I'm with you I just I believe in doing something or not or you're gonna try to do it or you're not and that like that's it
0: yeah yeah and speaking of that and speak speaking of being direct how would you describe yourself to someone else
1: I would say very selective with the people I bring around myself I'm loyal to those people I'm perhaps a little all over the place. I think I'm very creative because I just let thoughts happen. And I'm very energetic, but I can be moody. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know how far I should go with this. I, I feel like it's I'm like shooting in the wind a little bit. I think I'm very, I can't come up with the right word, but I like the idea of having principles or things that you live by. And yeah. I'm very dedicated. To, I'm, I'm dedicated to those ideas or things that I hold true to for myself. Yeah. Um, although, although I am very accepting of like all ways of thinking and being and doing, and do, I, I think everyone should be able to actually like freedom of speech. And like, yes. I, I can completely believe in that. So yes. I don't know what the right word is to describe that. So I'm like very passionate about that subject.
0: Agreed. Uh, and you're very open too. Yes.
1: I try to be, I think I definitely have been in the last couple of years, more than I ever have done.
0: So what prompted that? Was that just a natural evolution or did something ignite that?
1: <laughs> well, if you really want to know, <laughs> uh, I went through a, an extremely difficult breakup. Oh, those are hard. And it kind of triggered a lot of things that I needed to look at for myself. Yeah. So. It wasn't just about the relationship and this other person. It was about the way I responded to things, the way I thought about things, the way it just, I wasn't aware of the way that I did certain things. So it caused me to revisit relationship challenges with my parents, particularly my father, and address some of that that had never been addressed. Yeah.
0: How did that feel?
1: Gosh, I mean there there are multiple instances of things that happen. So yeah. that's a little bit of a longer story.
0: <laughs> We're getting down deep. So that's pretty evolved and aware of you too to think about yeah, how you yeah, yeah, how you're triggered, how you react, how you come across. All very I mean, healthy was, and necessary. But that's very impressive. It was impressive. intense. I mean, yeah. it was it was oh, very, yeah. very
1: it wasn't a normal breakup situation. It mm. it was kind of a breakup that went on for 6 months. Oh, yeah. We never we like never got back together, but it like constantly was this just Grown this pain thing. that yeah. kind of went on. Yeah. Uh, and I couldn't get away from it and I didn't want to move on. <laughs> so yeah. it was like it it just kept uh, it, it was it was very yeah, it was difficult.
0: Yeah, that so, sounds it, like but it. But it
1: forced me. It just forced me to look at things.
0: And so once you got out of that, how grateful are you that that happened?
1: I actually think it's it needed to happen. Yeah. Because I don't know if I would have had the understanding that I have now if yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah.
0: And I feel like so. that's how a lot of things are in life. They suck going through them. But then you come up for air and you come out of them and then you're like, God damn, like like that that. feels so much better. Yeah, that needed to happen. I feel so much better overall because of it. Um, Yeah, it prompts healing. It just gets so many things happening that need to happen that otherwise wouldn't have happened. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, like that quote, embrace the suck.
0: Yes, that's exactly (laughs) what came to mind when I said that. That's exactly what came to mind.
1: Yeah. For
0: sure. And everything in life, I think. So, what is something you want to learn?
1: I want to get into some music this year. Yeah, um, making music, experimental. Yeah, I want to make some music. Ooh, so you should, you should. I want to make some some tracks, some beats, some sounds, mixing things together. I want to use vocals, like modify vocals. Just, I want to experiment with it. Yeah. Uh, so that's a thing. I'd like to work on a narrative, maybe a film. Right on. I have an idea for that, like a rough story concept. And then I'm trying to do more events. Like, I don't know if that's a learning thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I would like to learn a little bit of design, because I actually want to do a print publication as well. Oh, so very cool. Kind of like a... There's some of us locally talking about doing a print publication. And it would be sort of local, but I, I want to take ownership of a art, photography, and design section. So... Photo essays from photographers, um, design thoughts and principles, and just kind of merging some of those things together. Yeah. So I got to learn how to to use design program (laughs) to make that happen.
0: But that's nice too. I mean, not that it's necessarily tech tech, but it's nice that you have your marketing background, you have your tech background, and I feel like that those contribute to all that you have going on and you can draw from those and then just be even more effective, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I didn't think about it that way myself, but I suppose it does come in play. For sure. I you know, across a lot of different things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What terrifies you?
1: Being completely vulnerable. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that shit's tough.
1: afraid of a reaction, right? Yeah. So when you really say what you want or how you feel Mm -hmm. that it's going to be received or that it's going to be held in that place. That's not, you know, it's safe, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: What is your best habit and your worst habit?
1: Worst habit is probably, I'm very bad about eating. I'll just run on coffee for half a day or more.
0: (laughs) Are you serious? Um,
1: Yeah. So I'll, wake up and i'll go to a coffee shop and get coffee and work on the computer and then go to the office and whatever and then it's like two o'clock i haven't eaten anything all day oh my gosh um it's it's not good so i'll run on like adrenaline and whatever else is going on so that's probably the worst i could probably take better care of myself in that way (laughs) for sure (laughs) best habit trying to think about things that i have that are actual habits like it's so boring. Like the one that I'm thinking of is so boring. Uh, it's like a, oh, it's a work related thing, and I feel like it's like, eh.
0: no, um, let's hear it.
1: Backing up my data properly.
0: Oh yeah, but <laughs> so, so key, yeah. so important. Especially I mean, if you've ever lost my, anything, you understand in the importance. My
1: profession, everything that I do is on hard drives, so yeah, I gotta have it on two or three hard drives. Otherwise, gotta otherwise i'm fucked oh, like it's yeah. over like yeah. you're, you're, you don't have a backup and it fails and all right
0: especially there, for
1: there.
0: yeah once in a lifetime events that you're capturing let's say that it's a wedding or let's yeah. say that it's a whatever it is that you're shooting that's not going to happen again it's not like you can yeah, go I mean, back and recreate yeah. it yeah
1: i kind of i kind of view that way about everything that i've ever filmed like it will never happen again it I won't will never ever happen I will never have that perspective. I will never get that shot. It will, that day will never happen. No, I'll never be with that person or those people like none, you know? So I'm very particular about backing up my footage.
0: Yeah. And even if you are with those people in the same place, it's never the same thing. Yeah. You can never truly recapture it. Yep. I've been there a couple of times so, with podcast
1: episodes. So yeah, so, yeah. So, that's, I mean, I suppose that's a good habit.
0: Oh, for sure. What is your favorite gadget tool or device?
1: I have a lot of cameras. have a lot of techie stuff. But I have a motorcycle, so I don't know if that counts. <gasps> oh.
0: Yes. I'm <laughs> going to count it. Jumping. I want one.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm jumping topics, but... <laughs> It's not really – is it a device? I don't know. Does it's I no, no,
0: have... but we'll slide it in and we'll <laughs> let it count. How long have you had it and what kind do you have?
1: Uh, well, I've been riding bikes for like 10 years or Ugh. more uh, and I used to race and all that. Oh,
0: wait. We've talked about this. That rings a bell. Yeah, a long so time ago.
1: Of, I've had a bunch of different bikes and sport bikes mostly. Okay. Yeah. I'm not into like the cruiser stuff. Yeah. But, so I have an Aprilia. It's an Italian – So that it's super fun, although I don't ride as much as I used to. Because
0: you're busy or what?
1: One, because I'm busy. There's so much traffic now Mm. around town. And if you ride around town, it's kind of like, I don't know, I'll get myself in trouble too easy too. So that's part of it. (laughs) I don't want to get, I don't want to get, I have a bad driving record. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty careful. I try to be careful now. Like I'm always watching like a half a mile ahead for cops.
0: That's, yeah, helpful for sure. What interests you most about people?
1: Why they think what they think or believe. Yes. Probably.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Like, what are your motivations? What, oh, yeah. Where are you, like, where you're coming from?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. What is the first thing you notice about people?
1: It's sort of something not tangible. It's their look in their eyes and their body language. Ooh. It's, mm-hmm. it's how they respond, how they interact with others in the group or with you. And if they shy away from things or if they just are comfortable with themselves. Yeah. And you're able to tell. Yeah. I pick up on stuff like that very quickly. Maybe I just feel like I do those things and it's not true, but
0: I feel like you're pretty tuned in though. I could see that for sure.
1: Like in my world that I live in, I'm sensitive to those things and Mm -hmm. How people are and I just I notice little things so it's kind of a combination but probably like I do like as far as physical attributes go like definitely like eyes and like there's something there that I'm looking for too it's like that deeper connection with yeah. people and what that's like yeah but yeah it, it kind of comes into those other areas where and those intangibles in interaction and if people are if it feels authentic yeah, it's sort of like I'm sensing what's going on yeah. and if something feels off or if someone doesn't seem comfortable with themselves or they withhold or there's something like I'm, I'm very I notice those kind of things a lot
0: so how so. do you approach it differently if you sense that somebody isn't comfortable with themselves or if they're holding back do you approach it any um, differently
1: usually I won't engage with them as much yeah. I'm not going to force it. I'm not going to try to make something happen. But yeah. the way I read it is more about how we're connecting and where they're at. And it just, if it doesn't feel like it's, you know, in sync, then yeah. I just, I don't spend time there. Sure. Or yeah, energy. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What triggers you? What triggers me? Mm. Hypocrisy. Mm. Yeah.
0: What is a successful life to you?
1: I've written about this. Not lately bunch of sappy lines.
0: They're poems, right? And you post them.
1: Yeah. I remember
0: I usually like reach out. because Yeah, I really like them. What is a successful life to you?
1: It sparks a lot of thoughts. That question. What are the uh, thoughts
0: at the forefront?
1: What's it gonna look like? If I make it to later in life? Mm-hmm. What's my answer? That's where I'm going with it. Mm. Versus now. So and perhaps that's a maybe that's a weakness of mine. So or something You know, I am focused on the future, and I am focused on trying to do something, and sometimes I lose sight of the present. Yeah, Um, which is easy to do. Do you find yourself,
0: like, evolving with your... And everybody evolves to some extent, but changing your views on life, on everything in life, do you feel like that happens pretty often, or do you feel like you pretty much hold to whatever views on life you had 10 years ago, five years ago. Do you feel like you're constantly that's, changing, not constantly changing or kind of in the middle?
1: There are certain things that have always cha- uh, stay the same. Like certain things have always stayed the same and some have evolved and changed.
0: What's something that's changed?
1: Something that's changed could be uh, my worldview on like diet. Mm-hmm. There's one. Like I'm from Wisconsin and we all hunt up there and then for there was a period where i was vegan and i was even raw vegan for years and i just made a total 180 and i was living that and then i just totally i kind of just moved away from that and that's like a that's a longer story too uh the thought process behind that And I, there's still some things there that are worthy like ideas True. about the quality of food and what we're putting in our bodies and factory farming and all the yes very terrible things and All the, disconnect, things. the yes. disconnect and lack of appreciation for what we eat and what we buy. And it's, it's, we're disconnected from the planet and nature at large, which is a whole different issue. Agreed. Uh, now what I went through a whole ebb and flow in that arena. So that's just one. However, when it comes to being very loyal to people, I think that's always been the same, like having a small group of people that I'm connected to and sort of fostering those type of relationships. And I think that's pretty much been the way I have for a very long time since a kid.
0: Yeah. What instantly relaxes you
1: actually like getting a massage. Something as simple as that.
0: Oh man. Yes.
1: I'm very, I'm like a very physical person in that regard.
0: Do you get massages regularly?
1: No, I should, though. (laughs) Oh, yes.
0: I'm with you. Love them. Don't really get them that often. Used to.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that sounds divine right now, for sure. Okay, one more question. You ready for this? Sure, yeah. Okay, what is your message to the world? If you could shout it out to the whole world, what would you say?
1: It's one that may get dismissed because people think it's too simple.
0: Those are usually the most Uh, powerful, most profound.
1: It's sort of tied into one of my favorite quotes and like him or not it's a steve jobs quote mm. and i'll paraphrase a little bit but essentially the quote is when you look around at the world and you see what there is and what's created and everything that is and can be it's all created by other people everything we see is created by people many of them no smarter than you no more able than you etc yeah. so you have power and you have the ability to make change and do things. Mm, yeah. Do not ever forget that. Yeah. And so that to me is, is a sight of that.
0: Yeah. And I think that's something that is easily forgotten, but such a powerful reminder. Yeah, I like that. Love that. Okay. Well, where can people find you?
1: Um, all over the place. <laughs> um <laughs> The the regular social channels, um, I have a personal Instagram, then I sort of have a business one, and then I have a website. Um, My corporate and commercial and documentary work is McCool Media, so you can look me up there. Uh, The website is McCool.media, and not .com, so there's no .com, it's just McCool.media. And then my, my Instagram is my last name, and then my first name, McCool Tyler. So those are the easiest ways to find me.
0: Awesome. Okay. And I'll put those in the show notes too. Anything else before we go?
1: Um, I don't, I mean, nothing in particular other than just, you know, thank you so much. This thank was you. really enjoyable. I had a good time doing good. this. It's been a long you. time coming. Uh, <laughs> I, love, I love everything that you're doing. And
0: just, thank you. you know, so
1: spectrum of topics that you touch on thank you i think it's fantastic so thank you thanks for anybody anybody who listened this far thank
0: you yes you guys tyler is the coolest and thank you so much for coming on so jazzed to sit down and talk with you you guys know where to find him thanks everybody please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review thank you